You're listening to the All In Podcast with your hosts, Shane and Blake, giving you a new perspective on the dental industry. Are you ready to go all in? Let's do this. Let's do this. Let's do this. Welcome to the All In Podcast. Podcast brings you a new perspective on the coronavirus and quarantine. I'm Shane McElroy and here's Blake McClellan. How are you, buddy? Feeling patriotic here, man. Got my camo hat, my American flag in the background. I love it, man. I love it. Uh, about 2,000 rounds within my reach too, so I can see, you know, proper American desk. Oh, absolutely. Well, we'll just introduce our guest. I like this a little bit better than you and I just shooting shit for a little while, but we have the great and powerful Dr. Justin Moody. Yay. <laughs> that's, uh, uh, I think it's the first time those two words have been used to introduce me, but uh, yeah, thanks, man. <laughs> a little kinder than uh, Justin's uh, intro to you on his podcast. I was, <laughs> yeah, I was, I was expecting worse, but uh, hey, that, that one, that one works for me, man. Yeah, well, you're pretty tight with my the CEO of our company, so I can't screw this one up too much. <laughs> but it's not every day that you get to interview your man crush. You know what I mean? Oh, Super for shit's sake. <laughs> you, you really are bored. What oh, is wrong you with have you? No idea. Any way that I can get away from my kids for a few minutes, I'm down. Hey, let's just see if I can. Oh, what is that picture in the background? Oh, oh, look at that. <laughs> Oh God! <laughs> this is in his basement too, by the way. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's creepy. There's yeah. a bottle of Jergens over there on the nightstand, so I'm just. <laughs> I had I had one of our reps already. She saw the Japerita thing. She's like, "You." She sent me a message. She goes, "You look really creepy." And I was like, "Look, <laughs> like I just am in a basement with pictures." Ever since we started doing the video version of this, his wife has been having to do his makeup. Now he thinks he needs hair and makeup before he does the the podcast. So my hair keeps getting yeah, well, bigger. I I need a damn haircut too. Like that doesn't seem oh to my God. anytime soon. So um, I'm wearing hats like they're going out of style. I'm not. I'm just. I'm done for. It's like mine froze up too. So like, yeah, it's just not good. Ugh. I look homeless. You got some Ben Johnson hair going on right there, buddy. Except it's not fire red. Well, I mean, I'm married. She's pregnant. What is she gonna do? I mean, she's gonna leave me. I mean, she's got nowhere so. to go. She yeah, nowhere to go. And we're gonna Nobody's going to want her so. now. <laughs> Ain't got to impress nobody at this point. <laughs> so, Justin, how is it out there in Arizona? I mean, I can see the uh, background. It looks sunny and nice as it usually. Oh, well, I'm actually, uh, I'm actually in the Pacific Northwest right now. Oh, I was nice. about to say that doesn't look like Arizona. It's yeah, there's trees. trees. Yeah, <laughs> right, right, right. So it's, uh, uh, we're just um, uh, west of uh, uh, Seattle on the the peninsula. Uh, out where there is no, you know, very little coronavirus, but, uh, awesome. um, I'm spending the week out here with, uh, you know, with my girlfriend, uh, she's a dentist in the, in the area and, um, uh, she seems to have a little time on her hands as well. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> funny how that works, right? Yeah. Well, then, uh, right going now. back, going back to Phoenix on, uh, Monday. So have you picked like a back in business day? I mean, are you waiting on your state? I mean, I know that a lot of that's kind of on a state by state basis, but like, when are you seeing as lights back on, we're back in business? Yeah, I don't know. You know, the flights are, you know, the, uh, regional flights are a little light right now. Uh, like, um, you know, a lot of the small commuter planes aren't flying to small destinations, but, uh, you know, there's a lot of flights still from, you know, uh, Seattle to, to Phoenix and, you know, Phoenix, you know, basically any major hub is going to have multiple flights, uh, you know, in perspective, um, 
Alaska Airlines uh, used to have nine flights a day from Seattle to Phoenix. Now there's two. Holy cow. Uh, yeah, one in the morning and one in the late afternoon, which is, yeah. you know, it's fine. It's probably, and it's not one of those, you know, that's like got two or three people on. It's probably like half full to three quarters full. They don't sell the middle lot in the middle seats. Uh, oh, you know, wow. a little bit of, you know, a little bit of distancing takes longer to load. You know, they, they talk about how safe it is, which it really is. Like, yeah, if you've been to the grocery store or Costco, like that's way, you know, that's way more dangerous than it is to go through TSA where I have yet to see someone else. And, yeah. um, yeah. you know, which, you know, the, you know, we all fly a ton, you know, you know, a hundred flights a year usually. And, uh, uh, it's, it's really, really eerie and strange, yeah. but it's totally safe. You know, like the, the places are so well cleaned. Um, you know, as far as implant pathway, uh, we have a, we have a live surgical course. We have actually have a, what we call the fast track, um, <laughs> starting May 11th, uh, which is a, oh, okay. Which yeah, after the after the 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 twenty some online uh, modules, uh, there's three days of didactic and two days of surgery. We have one of those scheduled the 11th through the 15th of May. Now, who knows? Do you think that's pretty much done? You know, we've been kind of trying to follow the, you know, Spear has their first course uh, the 15th, starting the fifth Friday the 15th. So uh, we're gonna right now we've got the the 11th one on on track. You know, the, it's been sold out for shit like seven months and the docs are, you know, none of the docs, like they all want to come to it. Sure. So, you know, whether we have to push it back or not is, uh, you know, unknown at this point. Well, that's so. good that they're not just bailing. I mean, we got a lot of buddies who teach courses too, and they've, I mean, some of them have been rocked pretty hard. Um, you know like, what uh, I hate, yeah. um, uh, you know, I don't, I don't mean to rain on anyone else's prey, but we haven't had a, we haven't had a single person, you know, request their money back or, anything like that uh we've been very accommodating you know people that were on payment plans like your mic keep go keeps going yeah, can, out on us i don't know if um if i think this, this is the first podcast he's ever done too yeah i mean come on man i thought you're a pro i don't know what it would be because he's not hitting the mute button um and yeah, my my internet okay. is on full power here yeah you're there um it's good now yeah all right we'll yeah, keep going so, whatever yeah, Who knows? Yeah. Someone's probably zoom bombing us right now. So there's Ooh. probably some naked person. Well, it's probably, there. it's, it's crazy. The the bandwidth, I'm surprised the internet hasn't crashed, you know, with as many people are on the damn thing. Oh, it has. <laughs> so, uh, my, my CTO, at, uh, my business partner, he is good friends with like these people really high up at like Google and these different places. And yeah, they've all taken some hard hits during this, this month. Like it's, it's not really spoken about it's not really talked about but i mean like amazon's 90 percent of the server use like everybody goes through amazon servers and i mean those people are just getting their butts kicked because it's not built for this so yeah right. it's, yeah it's well i think i was uh, you know i don't know where we left off but uh you know our uh we haven't had any docs that have wanted to take their you know ask for refunds you know we've had to push some we let people rearrange. We let people, you know, skip some of their, their payments on their, you know, you know, if they're on a payment plan, which, uh, I mean, no, that's just human nature. Um, you know, just do the, sure. you know, we're just doing the right thing. Yeah. You do the right thing and you're good long-term. Yeah. I mean, I think that, and we lost you. Maybe, <laughs> maybe his mic is having a short in the wire. Yeah, it might be. He's looking suspiciously at you, Blake. Oh yeah, he's um he's freezing a little bit. You might have some bandwidth if you're full you're full strength Wi-Fi, but 
Amazon heard you. <laughs> you're, you're up there in the woods and you're, you're, uh, you're with your go bag and your escape cabin up there. I don't know if the Wi-Fi is as strong as your place in Scottsdale. This is the fun part of doing live yeah, podcasting, whatever. you know. Yeah, well, if you've heard our podcast before, nobody. Yeah. <laughs> it's like whatever. It's like our first few episodes where I kept no. screwing up the audio. But to his point, you know, he was talking about, you know, he hasn't seen the cancellation stuff. I think a lot of people are investing even more into education now because I think you're going to yeah. need to diversify or enhance your capabilities. Like a lot of people just have a freaking scanner or 3D printer just sitting, you know, yeah. untouched, probably the stickers on it, you know, like. There's just technology there sitting, not being used. Learn how to use it. Well, yeah. and, and what's interesting is, is Justin's courses always had the, the video component before I saw anybody else do it. So you could do the no. whole first session, like 20 Which is needed. Videos. Huge. And now everybody's trying to catch up now, but that's yeah. such a value add to clear out a lot of the stuff, the didactic portion, which is very important as the ground, you know. The, well, so often the course, you know, the, the suturing is the biggest time suck, right? You're spending- yeah an hour and, and a half time to get some juice, juicy yeah. part of it you know once you get in there you, you know, know we, there it is there he is he's back yeah so we've tried to uh you know eliminate so much of the uh the the, the bullshit that puts you puts you to sleep when you have to travel all the way across the country like bone yeah. physiology and pharmacology like that fucking puts me to sleep and i'm lecturing about it uh yeah <laughs> but it but it but it's a you know it's a it's a necessary uh foundation that you have to have you know this isn't yeah, a, this isn't a weekend warrior course this is you know something that is, is going to add a service that you're in a in a uh, tool in your toolbox for the rest of your career so well, um, they come out there they can just jump in and you guys can kind of you know, get to the meat of everything as opposed to where you, you're excited to be somewhere. And then you, the first day and a half, you're just drained because you just sit in there listening the yeah. whole time, you know? Yeah. We want to do, we want to get uh, the drill. We want to get the handpiece and the drills in their hands as soon as possible. So, uh, you know, we do, uh, you do know, about a half a morning of, uh, you know, review of the online sessions that hit the highlights of things that are super important that I need them to understand. And then we go right into, you know, the uh, putting implants in the model. Uh, we have, you know, pig jaws and, and bone grafting exercises and suturing exercises and, you know, guided surgery exercises and all, you know, all the, all the stuff. And then uh, like the fast trackers, you know, they get that Monday through Wednesday and then uh, Thursday, Friday, we just spend all day in the clinic, you know, dropping such screws. A, such a good way to do it. The full immersion too. Like it's not yeah. something you could just do once you got to, as you say, a lot of times you got to keep learning and all that, but to be able to just kind of dive in for pretty much a week straight is a big deal. It's like uh, learning a language too. You just throw yourself into the mix. It's a, just a great learning experience. Well, and you teach a lot of the DSOs. So I think from a mm. success story that that should say something because it's, it's purely numbers, you know, and, and they need, when people go through training, they need them to actually place implants. You know, anybody can decide to go take a course, but the fact of opening the new box of implants and placing them and succeeding at that, it's, it's really a, a tough hill. Not a lot of people make that jump. And, um, I think that, that what you have with the, this alumni, that's actually turned into being big and full arch and all these different things. Yeah. Like it's, it says a lot about, you know, the way you teach. Yeah. I, I um, is interesting, you know, when I f started doing this, uh, I didn't anticipate, um, <clears throat> it, it's interesting if you teach 10 people, you know, like you always hope, you know, one or two of them will go out and, you know, do some great things. And, uh, it's interesting. We, we don't have the, what I call the failure to launches that I thought we would. And, you know, back when I took Mish, you know, we, we used to talk about, you know, 40, 50% of the people, you know, never actually went and did anything when they were done with oh, it. Yeah. 
a good chunk of that was because there was no live surgical component to it, you know, and, uh, uh, you know, our failure, I'd say if you, if you teach 10 today, like you're going to get one or two of them, they're going to really become what I call an implantologist and start to have a implant focused and eventually maybe an implant only practice. You're going to have four or five people that are going to, you know, just view every edentulous site in their practice as a um, potential implant. You're going to have a couple that will need to, will take it really slow. They'll really, really cherry pick. And then you may have one that, uh, you know, does decide, you know, that's not something that they want to do. But what they did learn is that implant dentistry is the right choice and they may find you know that they'll find a surgeon or someone that that will help them do that one so that so really like everyone's winning you know and and it's not a failure because someone decided not to go place implants in their own practice you know they they've also learned that you know if i was missing a tooth like i would only want this and my patient's only deserve that. So I'll just find someone that works well with me, shares my beliefs. And uh, uh, so we've had, you know, those are just as valuable alumni to me as, you know, the, you know, like. To me, that's more important than the guy who just, you know, one a month, because to me, that makes no sense, right? Like that to me, that's a, that's, you're going to lose money doing it that way because you're going to suck at it. So he just wants the high, the high volume for the quotas. He can't tell the truth. He's a bloodsucker. <laughs> I mean, I'll still sell him implants. I mean, don't get me wrong. <laughs> I want him to do a lot of implants. One a month is, you know what I mean? Like right. I mean, you um, first practice. And we need we need all the we need all those people. Like I um, and when you're teaching them, and I mean, there's surprises along the way. Like uh, you know, I've been doing this you know long enough now that uh, uh, you you run across. You know, as you teach people, you see like, yeah, I think that person's going to be a rock star or you see people that like, yeah, you think that, but you have no idea like what they, you know, what they're capable of doing. And, um, you know, I remember, uh, uh, you know, when I first, uh, when I first met Payray, he was two months out of dental school and he was two months out of dental school. He got shoved into an affordable dentures office. Yep. Uh, the guy he was, uh, the, the guy that brought him in, you know, uh, came sick with cancer. And he was like, like he's immersed in this implant practice and he's just, it's, it's sink or swim. And the, and, and the guy hopped in a, in a, in a fucking motorboat and fucking like, like <laughs> made in, in a wakeboard in a wake boat and like, just like plowed through it. And, you know, he, he took Pathway, he took Picos, he took Russo, like he did all of the things and, you know, he's turned out pretty well. <laughs> oh, yeah. You, well, I always found it interesting. You got a, a Persian guy in the South with crazy ass hair, talks a million miles an hour, uh, <laughs> takes selfies you know, with has an accident, <laughs> has an accident, but he's just so damn good. And that just shows the character he has and how much he's put into learning and how much he cares about his patients because he builds that trust somehow. Well, it's right. also, you know, he has a, you know, he has a uh, uh, laser intense, you know, focus on what he wants to oh, do. Yeah. He, he's got. Uh, he's Only got during result. surgery. Never oh, focus oh, on the other side. I'll be the first, I'll be the first to tell him. I said, his hair is still fucked up. <laughs> I, uh, uh, you know, you know, he still he still dresses bad and he still has bad hair. Um, He's got terrible but, taste in clothes. But, I think he but, only owns like three shirts. Every time I see him at like a conference or something, it's like the same. He wears those UNC pants and the like Hawaiian button-up shirt. Like, uh, like He's like off-brand Jordan sneakers that he got from, you know, somewhere. <laughs> he like got on here. the Wish app from China. <laughs> you know, uh, 
all of those things are are true. Like the, <laughs> the, the, the like I'd be embarrassed to take him home to uh, Western Nebraska for uh, Thanksgiving dinner because like he'd scare the shit out of everybody. Uh, I took uh, him to my wedding. I took him to my wedding, and he hit on my mother in law like yeah, the entire time. It not was, a little it, bit, like a lot. It was awesome. It was awesome. Uh, my, however, lost pretty hot though. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> however, what I'll tell you is, uh, I'd like them. I'd let the man do an implant on me. A hundred percent. Yeah. Just like you can leave it at that. And, he just and he, has a beautiful mind for it. Yeah, he yeah. Really does. that's a great. He's a beautiful mind, is what Pere is. Now, one thing I always just I always found interesting about your courses is, you know, we know a lot of educators, as do you, and and you know they teach, but it's always like they're the star. What I've noticed about yours is you bring people back and almost teach them how to teach, and that's very unique. Was that in the plan, or was it just kind of something that happened? Well. The truth is, you know, I didn't, I didn't name this the Moody Institute or anything like that. Like, uh, you know, implant pathway is, you know, everyone's got a different pathway to where they want to go. And, you know, we already kind of talked about like how implants lie in your practice is, is going to be different for every single person. But the, the, the strength of us is really the people that I surround myself with. And the, um, you know, we've had, you know, obviously, you know, we just talked about one of them, like we've had people go through the program that have come back to be mentors in the surgical sections. And uh, some of them are even, um, uh, you know, lecturing from the front of the room on certain items. And, you know, we got, uh, uh, you know, we got Steve Vorholt joined us for our implant director for a new clinic that's going to open later. So like uh, uh, it, it's a little bit by design, but I can, I, I tell you, like I, it was never, this has turned out better than I ever anticipated it was, it was going to be. Well, you're like establishing a community of people and, you know, they clearly have a lot of gratitude towards you, but that's all relationship building, which, right. You know, how, how does that establish in the course? Cause I haven't had the benefit of actually getting to go to one of your courses. You know, I've heard you speak a few times, you know, he was blacklisted. They won't even let him. Well, in. I think just tried, list, but that's, you okay. know, <laughs> you know, I, Blake, I told you that in confidence, like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, on the podcast in confidence. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. By the way. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, um, yeah, the, the, what I've found over time is that um, I don't need to be, nor do I want to be everything to everyone. Uh, do I want implant pathway to offer advanced courses and uh, you know, a, 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 a clear path to becoming a true implantologist. And part of me, you know, my, my definition of implantologist is, you know, kind of multifaceted. I think that, I think along the way you do need to, you need, you do need some sort of organized implant dentistry. You need some credentials to, you know, at least, you know, show that you care enough to do those things. You know, are they that important? Yeah, maybe not. But like, for me, like there's a, there's a commitment level there to, you know, to that. Um, I also think uh, that doing, you know, becoming an implantologist revolves around having enough repetition and enough experience that, it's really a one-stop shop, but it's not just implantology, right? You can take that to anything as you're learning something. When I was wrestling, they were, the whole thing was a thousand times. You don't know a move until you've done it a thousand times. And, and, and so think about how many thousands of moves he put on dudes, Justin, just spandex. (laughs) I always did Crisco oil because it was the best competitively. Um, no, (laughs) 
Yeah. I hate you, Shane. Yeah, um, I can't really speak to that. <laughs> but no, like seriously, you you've gotta you've gotta have the tact and comfortability. And like when Pere does a surgery, it literally is you see the most unorganized, chaotic mind come to a calm. And mm-hmm. no guy, no nothing, just like boom, 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 boom. I got this. And he's doing anesthesia at the same time and all these other things. And I think a lot of the the whole part of the course is to decide if you have that right? Just like kind of residency is GPR, you know, OMFS, whatever it is, that is that kind of like, all right, now you're in it. Can you dig yourself out of the weeds? Cause that's the hardest part about doing surgery is creating a mess. You can't even just like, you can't hit escape. You can't stop. Yeah. Well, I like it at, at live surgery courses too. Like in, in Justin, your courses, it's like, yeah, you're, you're in there, but you have this safety net. So it's almost better to go a little farther than you probably even wanted to go. Uh, sure. Cause you have that safety net so that when you get back in your practice, you can take it back, you know, from cadavers only do so much. Cadavers can only do so much. That's only, you only go so far with that. And the live patient portion and restoring it is such an essential component. The difference, the the true difference in the live surgical component and, and what we, is all the things that you talked about, but like to be able to go back to your practice and have a, a better confidence level, you know, requires repetition. Now, yeah, I can't give you a thousand reps, you know, in that two days, but I can get you on average about 15, 16 reps. That's and strong. that's a hell of a lot better than doing a cadaver course, going home and having to lay it up and, 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 and put a blade of tissue, you know, by yourself the first time. We also give them the opportunity to have a, uh, uh, a like uh, experience when you go home. And that is, you know, the day before we start the live surgery on Wednesday afternoon, um, we go through every case, case by case with the mentor on the cone beam CT, the, the digital treatment planning. And so when they go, when they show up Thursday morning for their first implant, like they're amped because they've seen the cone beam already. They know what size implants going in there. Like we've talked about incision line, you know, uh, we talked about incision design and flap design and what we're going to do and torque measurements and stabilities and you know when we're going to bury it, when we're going to put in a healing abutment. Like we've talked about those things. They get in there and they're so amped after they do the one, their next one, they're like, like feed me, you know, like, like, like bring oh, yeah. me more. And, and the beautiful thing is, is that, you know, every room has two docs in it and one mentor. So like, you know, you don't have to go looking for someone to help you. Like they're, they're in the room with you and you hit, one of the biggest points that we have, and that is, you know, Friday morning, full arch Friday, each room gets a dual arch. So they got two arches. Of, uh, they got a patient with two arches of terminal dentition. We're going to take them out, mow them down, graft, maybe immediate implants, maybe not. Like we're going to treat the patient like you would in your own private practice. And a lot of times at noon on Friday, like we're, we're eating, they're re- turning the rooms over and people be like, holy shit, I cannot believe I would ever do that, you know, and I'm not going to do that when I go back. And I was like, you know what? That's okay. Because guess what? You know, you can do it. You just need the reps to get to the point where you would do it in your own practice. But when you see number 30 walk in, that's already healed and it's got a great big wide site. Like you could be like, you know what though? I can do that one. Yeah. If I did that, I may not be ready, but I can do this for sure. 100%. And it brings that, the, the other implants, you know, the edentulous mandible with all sorts of bone into like, shit, I can do that. You know, like, mm-hmm. like if you don't know, if you don't know where you've been, like you can't backtrack to like where you're safe. 
you know, because if you're if you're hunting through the woods and you never see the clearing, then then there's a there's an air of, of fear about it. But if like you you get to that point and then you can see like where your comfort, where your comfort edge is, then you always stay, you always stay in it because the more reps you get, your edge continually moves forward on you on, on, on its own. No, hundred percent. You, you continually have to push yourself to, cause you don't know if you're going to love it or hate it or whatever. Um, cause a lot of things you love the most are the things you're scared to do. Right. It's that, Always. that hesitation point. It's like podcasting, like took, took us forever to get a podcast going. Then we got it going and it's like, Oh, it's not a big deal. Like anybody, if I can do it, if I can do it, anybody can do it. Right. Yeah. Like you guys just started another idiots. podcast, right? Well, he knows. Uh, yeah, yeah, Chris and uh, Steve Vorholt and Chris and uh, the team there on site uh, uh, started uh, Implant Pathways uh, podcast. You know, the oh, Dennis nice. Implants and Worms. It, yeah. I mean, it's a complete shit show. Um, yeah, but that's why we like a it. So is ours. A bunch of reckless, <laughs> re- reckless alcoholics over there. Just, you know. Yeah, uh, you know, it, it is it is interesting that as uh, I uh, need to need uh, another round here. <laughs> yeah, for sure, I did a triple, so I'm good. <laughs> yeah, you know, we're getting you know we're getting close to 300 episodes, and uh, holy uh, cow, that's a lot. Yeah, it's a, you know it's a lot, and I and I think back like all the people that are you know have been on it, and uh, you know we had such a backlog from uh, voices and uh, so forth. Like we still have you know we still have uh, most of the Chicago Midwinter podcast that we haven't released, and I've got these backed up and tons of content. So, is that how you do it? Do you, do you stay consistent? Cause like Shane and I struggle with this. We try to figure out a way for it to work around both of our schedules. Shane's kind of a diva and has all kinds of things going <laughs> yeah. on manicure appointments. I got a golf. Occasionally he works for bio, but like, um, do you, did you do it, do it on a weekly basis or do you like, are you kind of volatile where you do a bunch and then build up? Like, what do you suggest for people doing podcasts? You know, it, it depends on, you know, what do you guys release once a week, twice a week? What's your release? Shane tries to do it like every other day. Um, <laughs> if I could force Blake to do more. Uh, it's like we do one and then two the next week. So it's kind of like, you know, three, three every, every two weeks. Is oh. kind of you know, so for the longest time we did uh, uh, Tuesday, Friday releases. We did two a week, um, which is a lot to create. You know, oh, I think yeah. people listening to it don't realize how much, you know, not only the creation, but the the editing and the the processing. The amount of shit that we say that I have to cut out so I don't get fired. Having to deal with Shane for hours a week. Yeah. Take I mean, that. so Put you guys have, you know, Shane's yeah. got corporate that, uh, you know, monitors him somewhat, which they don't really, but uh, he doesn't need to know that. He needs um, an ankle bracelet. Like, I know that they right. have. You know, there is no... Um, you know, for us, like, I don't care what we are because uh, if I said it, it's how I meant. And, and if, uh, if it offends somebody, that's fine. I mean, that's, you know, my, you know, pathway, you know, pathway isn't for every student is, isn't for every dentist. And uh, that's why there's a bunch of education out there. Um, we talk about this all the time. It's important to like the people you're learning from because you can create a bond that way. If you don't can, Hey, that's why I think video first or like doing a webinar or doing someone seeing somebody in like Perry is a great way to dip your toe into the water to see if that's the type of communication that you like. You don't like it, it's not gonna be for you anyways. Right. Yeah, everybody has their own style. And and mm-hmm. I think now it's such a big demand. I mean, there there I mean, there's just not enough courses out there that offer what you guys do, the live surgery and all that. There's a lot wow. of didactic options, but you know, I think that there's still such a high demand that you guys will never 
I mean, you're always going to need to expand because I think you told me you're what adding 20 ops or something like that to your center. We're adding we're adding eight eight more ops. Yeah, eight, so we'll take we'll take it to 20 ops. 20 ops. So. That's right. Okay, so 20 ops. That's awesome. Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, you know, it it, it is because um, the amount of uh, it's interesting that people are always like, oh, you know, everybody's starting these courses and institutes and things like that. And I'm just like, you know, that's great. I mean, the, the more, the, you know, the more education you have to learn from, you know, the, uh, the better, you know, uh, you know, what we do is, you know, if you were to try to do what we do on a scale, like, you know, you would realize very, very quickly that it's a full-time job, you know? And yeah. People don't realize the offline channels that, are, are built like the emails, the texts, the phone calls, all oh, yeah. that stuff. I can't imagine how many you get or and after as students and everybody else, you know, uh, you know, on, on average, I mean, and it's, and it's, I dedicate, you know, when I wake up in the morning, I answer, you know, I answer my texts and I answer my emails and some days the emails are anywhere from 90 to 150 you know, every morning. Shit. And uh, what do you do first thing when you get up? Delete, delete, delete. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I get up for the now uh, or before the quarantine. Well, before <laughs> you know, before uh, the this shutdown, um, uh, my day consisted of I get up, I, I would get on my Peloton and uh, you know get some exercise in, and then uh, shower, a cup of coffee, and then I, I I usually carved out thirty to forty five minutes of every morning for the emails and the the text messages. Then I'd get on with the day, and you know you try to hit some of those along the way during the day, and then I'd give I'd give that same amount of time thirty forty five minutes uh, early evening to uh, address the questions that happened during the day, and uh, you know then. You know, because if you if you don't stay structured like that, you're not going to be able to, you know, keep up that, um, you know, the the. Um that you can't one, be as productive. One, that, that 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 people come to expect from us, and and that's part of what we do. Like I don't, you know, I don't have. We don't teach hotel courses with hundreds of people in it. You know, like uh, uh, 20, 25 people is more than enough because when you get over that point. Uh, I lose my accessibility, not, you know, it's not a, you know, I'm not Carl and I run off, you know, to my room afterwards at a hotel course, whatever, but like, like to be able to stick around and answer the questions and do the things that I, that I want to do to make sure that the attendees are successful. Like I'm not into those bigger courses. And I got a lot of this yeah. from John Coyce, you know, like, like, yeah. I'm a, you want to have an actual impact on the people that are listening to you speak, not just that you got a lot of people to hear you speak. Right. You know, I, I learned a lot from John over the years, you know, uh, you He's know, when him, and Frank, when him and Frank Spears split, you know, like Frank did it a different way. Like he taught masses in the, in, in big rooms and, and, and so forth. And there's, you know, it's amazing education. And then I got, I got, I have no problem with that, but I went the John route where he had 32 people in their individual seats. And like, like, you know, he gave you everything that you needed and he gave yep. you a he, oh no you had an internet glitch again. i was gonna say early on when his mic was messing up that we do like a drinking game for every time he has some technical difficulties but i'm, I'm already I'm, I'm already out i'm pretty well it's because you're an alcoholic but that's besides the a point. raging alcoholic um no I, raging being the keyword. <laughs> It's it's quarantine. <laughs> We're all alcoholics during this. I thought that was the rule. Alcohol oh, sales, they said, is up two hundred and thirty percent. Oh, I I almost never drink. Like I almost never drink unless it's like a meeting or something. 
And oh, I just oh, finished, you know, stuff. polished off uh, uh, Glenn Levitt. I, uh, I've drank a 30 of Coors Light. Like I started drinking. I'm like, oh, God damn it. <laughs> like, <laughs> Here I am. I did. I hardly ever drink. You know what? Some Justin was saying earlier was like, you got to have structure to your day. And I, you know, it just brought this point in my head. Like I've found it hard to accomplish things like during the quarantine, right? Number one, my kids are always needing attention and that's a pain in the ass. However, get out of your PJs. Uh, there's a good start. I live in my PJs now. Like it's what you do. <laughs> he's right? doing these Jeopardy things at like Jeopardy things at what nine o'clock and he's still in his PJs. Like what is up with that? But like you know why I'm doing those <laughs> Jeopardy things? It's literally to have some you know constructive thing or task to do to give me you know deadlines. Bro, that's a burden. But you're putting in a lot of work in those things. I mean, it's but cool. It's hilarious. I enjoy but, it, but I, but I think there's a when you're talking about just a structure to your day. It allowed, like I can accomplish more than some people can in a day than some people can in a week, but it has to be pop, 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 pop. And then I have all this time with no structure to it. And it's like, I'm getting nothing done. Right? The it's wheels like, fall off the wagon then. A hundred percent. Well, let me ask you this coming to time management and talking about the current situation. I think that this is going to be the era of side hustle. I think we're going to see a big um, adaptation as a society to a second job, second thing, something going on. I think Uber is going to do have a lot of opportunity, a lot of drivers, Airbnb, things like that. But in dentistry, what is a side hustle in dentistry? For you know, dentists, uh, hold on. Let me clarify that question from you. From dentists or hygienist or whatever. Well, all, all. That's. I mean, that. I don't think it, it needs to be specific to just dentists. But like, how do you bring in that side revenue, or how do you in, bring that influx of cash that you just lost over the past sixty? you know, 75 days or so. Is that, you know, opening more hours? Is that doing new, te- uh, new techniques, learning new things and expanding into implants? Is it, you know, a, a side business? What, what does that look like? Because I mean, from associate to partner, to a hygienist, to business person, to sales rep, we're all hit. We all got to find some way to make up this short. Associates a spot to be right now. In the and the market like- tank. So we all took a big hit there too. Yeah. And, and no matter what, we all kind of freaked out and sold. We all took that hit. And I don't think we all ro- rose back. So we're all sitting with a big, pretty, pretty big loss in retirement fund too. Well, I think you need to start by realizing that uh, we don't really have a problem. Like if you, and what I mean is if, if you, if you think we have a problem, then you spend the time in the social media abyss by like, sky is falling, you know, the stock market's falling, like, like we're not going to get back to work. I'm going to be bankrupt. I'm going to be unemployed and all those things. Or you can look at it for me, like, uh, we have used this opportunity to create and we have created, we've retaped all of our modules. We've added even more online modules. We're going to be, you know, depending on how long this goes, we may be up to about 30 online modules in session one. So you, you there's more to wow. that. We've, you know, we were preparing for the reopen by, you know, we've gone back through our OSHA to become more uh, compliant. We've gone back through our HIPAA to be more compliant. We've gone, uh, we've created new protocols for when we're going to open as far as, you know, you know, uh, temperature testing and, and, and not having packed waiting rooms and, and how we're going to deal with this and, you know, protection of PPE and having enough for the courses and things like that. And, and, and so these things 
would never get done in this kind of a time frame without this stop. So people can look at this as like this, this really terrible thing, or you can look at it as like, Hey, listen, like there was a, there, there was an opportunity to really create and to, and, and, and to grow. And yes, we need to go back. One of the things you talk about the side hustle, I'm not sure everyone needs a side hustle. Maybe get better at what uh, you do. Yeah, what I learned in 08 and 09 was that there's a value to um, that there's a real there's a real value to having a savings account. There's a real value to having a, a retirement account, and there's a real value to having a, a banking relationship that has a as a line of credit. So, uh, so for me. This isn't a, a brag thing, but like for me, I can be off work for a while, not because I'm made of money and I got all this stuff, but you know what? I've got a savings account and they've, uh, they would allow me to dip into my 401k without a penalty if I need it. And I also have a line of credit from the bank, you know, and we now we have this PPP and thing like, like we're going to be fine. Now, the people that aren't going to be fine over this are people that didn't live through 08, 09, through the recession of 08 and 09. And they may not have listened to their grandparents or their great-grandparents, depending on how old they were, lived through the Great Depression and through World War II and what they had to do. Like, if you think about, you know, what is, it, what is said of our society when something like this happens, we run out and we and we get in fistfights over toilet paper at Costco, but, but our grandparents were 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 grateful that they were able to go down to the grocery store and get a bag of flour and a bag of sugar during the Great Depression to feed their families. You yeah. know, they they didn't throw anything away and they reused aluminum foil and they had all these things, you know, like like there's a little level set here that's gonna happen. So, you know, do they need a side hustle? Uh, you know, maybe if they need to re refill those coffers or whatever. But what they need to do is if we just go back to work. You know, when we, when we go back to work and if we go back to work with a, you know, hopefully you've dumped a lot of the bullshit that you were spending money on that you didn't need to, you're going to realize that. I think that's a good point right there. I know personally, like the certain like, video streaming that. services and different things. I mean, it's like 200 bucks a month. I've saved myself by just going through and looking at these stupid little fees that I just kind of ignored because they were eight bucks a month, 12 bucks a month, where it may right. be. Right. Uh, and as a practice, as a business, oh, it's significantly higher. But I like yeah. that treating as an opportunity as opposed, like you could look at it two ways. You could sit there and wallow away because we're all screwed in a, in a sense of like, this isn't good for anybody, by the way. Yeah. Nobody wins Everyone's here. Hit. Um, but using it as an opportunity to either improve yourself or, or do something you want to do. That's one of the things we talked about, Blake, you know, you've taught me so much about social media that I'm, you know, paying that forward to other people. I'm like, Hey, you know how you always say you want to do it? Well, you got the fi finally you got the time to do it now. And so there's the difference. It's like taking a skill set that you wanted to do and, and taking this opportunity, which is time that you never have, and making the most of it. And I have to stop every once in a while. There's a rep. Uh, do you know Mark Holler, Justin, at all? He's like, I know the name. One of our, yeah, he's a great rep in New York. He's like, you'll never have this chance to spend with your family again. And it kind of hit me because I was bitching about something at the time. Like, you hear me bitching about kids. But then I stopped. And, and once a day, I'm like, sitting down, I get to hang out with my kids all day, which can be tedious at three years old and six year old, but I also get to watch them just be, which, you know, you're so busy all the time. And so there is that opportunity that we didn't have before and, and to like kind of hit the reset button, you know? You know, I, I think the, the, what, 
what dentistry just needs and the, the dentists need to do in their own practices is, is this is an opportunity to be the leader that you that, that you could be in your office's need. And, you know, I remember when we closed at the end of April um, in Arizona, like we had to be done by five o'clock on Friday. So Friday morning's uh, morning huddle was just like, how is everybody? You know, like you, you have a house, you have, you have food, like, like those things, because those I can help you with, you know, the yeah. rest of it is like, we're going to go into the same unknown that everyone else does. Yeah. And the human in us wants to take care of them. But the, the reality is that I got to take care of the business so that when we get through to the other side, I can turn the light switch back on. I can employ you again and we can go, we can go on. And sinking the ship isn't going to do any good. Hundred you know, percent. I know what's. I know some of the people that are not going to fare well through this are the people that are overextended. You know, they've got yeah. the Taj Mahal house, they got the Taj Mahal practice, and they've got the the Audi or the McLaren or whatever out front. You know, and like, you know, uh, uh, for me, you know, like I got my I got my twenty four uh, twenty fourteen. Uh, uh, GMC Acadia that's been paid for that I drive to, to work and uh, uh, you know I'm not my house isn't paid for but uh, I don't have a lot of other expenses but you know I get that 2020 that. Ultima baby thanks by horizons <laughs> <laughs> uh, well. sweet <laughs> well let me do you think that there's going to be something similar to this maybe not as like a truncated version of this kind of quarantine in the winter that people should kind of prep for or just like this is behind us well, you know, there's, you know, who knows what the science is going to do with the, the virus, you know, maybe if this becomes the flu, you know, so it's going to come back in the, the fall or the winter and we haven't got a vaccine yet. So we don't have a herd immunity that we, you know, that we possess with, you know, the, the flu and polio and all the other bullshit, you know, um, I think it's going to be a, I think it'll be a hard sell for, the states to turn the power off again. Uh, like I think that I think civil disobedience will then come because you're asking someone to, uh, you know, not be able to provide for their families yet again, and and you won't get the co- you won't yep. get the cooperation you have this time. Like I, yeah. and and no. and in the in the middle of the country in the red states that are dense that are that are sparsely populated that this that this is hurting the most because they don't have the cases. Like, They're not going to listen. They will not. I'll, I'm telling you, like, yeah. they, like the people, you know, South Dakota and Nebraska, they don't even have stay at home orders because their governors are like, hey, like we're not New York. Like, yeah. like you don't have to do the same things they did because we're not that. And so but can you imagine like being in New York City in an apartment building with like a thousand people in your building being stuck in years? You see elevator apartments <laughs> like you can't leave that room because there's yeah. so many people. It's not like, you know, I'm in Georgia. I'm in South Georgia, you know. Just south of Atlanta, Blake's he's North played Atlanta. like twelve we, rounds of golf. This I time. live in a golf course that's open, so it's the one thing I can do, right? Like it's it's been but easy. like, can you imagine? <laughs> like I could not imagine being like a a, a thousand foot of you know square no foot way. apartment. Oh my god! But like, it's also why you know it's also why the areas that you find it's also if you take a look at it. Uh, LA really has very little issue with it. Houston has very little issue with it because Part they're of spread is, out. Like yeah. those those cities are so landmass wide, are so spread out. Dallas Fort Worth, like it takes you a fucking day to get across Dallas Fort Worth. So <laughs> yeah. like like. 
like, but then you take Manhattan, like there's more people living on Manhattan than four or five states. In there's the a thousand people uh, in a thousand square feet. It's just going straight up. You know what I mean? So, you know, and if you look at Europe where, you know, in, in Milan and France and those areas, like they live on top of each other yeah. and, they, and they live with multiple families and all these things like, uh, like except for a few spots in the U S like we don't, we don't do that. And yeah. our numbers, you know, our numbers should be way higher than they are. If you take a look at, you know, we're only, you know, four or 5,000 more deaths above, you know, Italy or France or whatever. We, we have 10 times the people. Yeah. That's the hard part about looking why, you know, listen, forget politics, but when they were saying like, let the States choose because the States are so different, like so different. Kansas is not the same as New York and, and specifically New York city. Right. Or you, you know what I mean? Like, it's just not the same thing. Like you, central Florida is not the same as Miami, Florida or whatever. Like right. every area is different. Then you take areas like, uh, you know, Arizona and Florida, you know, you know, we're just about, uh, we're just about to get into the season where we're not going to have days below 90, you know, yeah. for the next, oh, yeah. for the next hundred, you know, probably 200 days almost. And you listen, like that virus, you know, why there's a reason, not only do people dislike the cold and the snow, but one of the reasons that uh, the retired people seek to go from the north to the south in the wintertime is also to avoid the diseases, the flu. Yeah. And when you, because when you go, it's, it's, it's a fact that they don't have those, those swings in the, uh, that. But so, therein lies the issue. They bring it with them with something like oh, this because they don't know they're sick. Well, that's what happened with New York already. They, everybody left the- Everybody went to their York. second home. Yeah, and they spread it out. Uh, that's why Florida's numbers are much higher right now than they were supposed to be. Oh, we lost his mic again. Well, I muted him. I didn't like the point he was about to make. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think he's, he's in that wherever he is in Pacific Northwest. God, he's got a good mic. He's got the same mic as me. Yeah, he does. I know. Me too. Me too. Am I back on? Oh, he's back. Oh, we all got Yeti Blues. Yeah. Hey, this podcast brought to you by Yeti Blue. If they yeah. want to sponsor us. Throw us some money. I'm sure this is the podcast they would sponsor. Uh, <laughs> yeah. We have 47 followers weekly downloading. No, no. 47 downloads. 47. Oh, that's right. 47 downloads. Oh, well, that's about three times ours. So you're, you're, doing, you're, doing, you're doing good. Hey, can I ask you a question real quick? Why did you start your first podcast? I'm just curious. Well, shit. So I think we were, we were maybe the fourth or fifth podcast out there when we, when we got yeah. uh, Gary Takis was first off, uh, Mark Costas, uh, then mm. the dental acts and, uh, uh, you know, uh, oral surgeon, uh, uh, Russell and some guys, you know, they, um, I did it just cause it looked fun as shit. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and you I, carry your, it's, what you don't know about Justin Moody is that he carries his stuff in a case with him everywhere he goes. I'm like, we had talked about doing a podcast. I'm like, why well, I, I got to bring my stuff. He's like, Oh, I always have my stuff. <laughs> like, yeah, he, he had it at uh, Chicago midwinter. It's awesome. Right. I mean, we got the full, we got the full on studio, you know, in, in Tempe. That's awesome. But then I, you know, that I, like right now I've got the, I leave the, um, uh, I leave the Yeti here uh, in uh, Seattle so I can get on my laptop and then uh, my backpack. I've got my zoom here and my headsets. Like I, I just leave it in my backpack because uh, you never know when you're going to run into that individual and it, and it yeah. doesn't have to be, de it doesn't have to be dentistry. Like I remember <clears throat> it's been a, before I was podcasting, uh, I was on a, a, a long flight and I sat next to uh, Bobby Knight in first class and wow, uh, wow. Uh, cool dude. 
I would have, I would have busted that bitch out Boom, and hey. him on a podcast and yeah. uh, would have just rocked the thing, you know, so, that chair across the court. Like, nah, right? Right? <laughs> like awesome. I look at it as that opportunity uh, uh, to, you know, if you think about social media, um, especially like Instagram, we, we kind of talked about that, you know, I think on the, on the deal, like, yeah. like, like you're now you're creating a living diary of, of, of your yeah. life. I love, um, honestly love that point because yeah. I had thought about it a little bit, but you really expanded that thought in my mind where it's like leaving that behind, like our kids are going to know who we really are. Not who, not just their dad, but like who their dad was, you know, and yeah, is. And, and who their dad interacted with and who yeah. their friends were because, you know, like, uh, you know, some of these people, you know, may come to a funeral or a wedding or whatever. And you're you just don't like, know. you you don't know. So like never before in history, have we had this opportunity to have basically a, you know, a, a living biography of our, uh, of our lives. Um, yeah, and I think it's cool too. Like for me, it's always like this thing where it's like, how often, unless you really, really know somebody, you don't spend like 30 minutes to an hour, like digging in and asking these questions because it's like, it's fun. Like if you like people, it's a fun thing to do. You yeah. Know? Right. Well, you know, some of the things like, through social media, like it, there's a lot of the cut to the chase part, you know, like, uh, sure. like you, you already have yeah, a, this much you already, time. You, yeah, you have this much time and you have, you already have this much knowledge of that person, you know? So, uh, uh, you know, you can cut straight to the chase. You can go straight to, you know, whatever you want to learn because the rest of the backstory you can learn from social media yeah. or their webpage or whatever the fuck you're listening to. So, uh, that's why we ask questions like, what's the product you like least of this category? We did that to Rob Ritter on scanners the other day and Hunter Dawson on which implant do you hate restoring? Like, that's my favorite thing to do because it's Ritter. the one thing they never talk about, right? Yeah, yeah. I, lo- I love Ritter. Uh, you know, I, cool, met, uh, I met Ritter and Ramsey um, uh, at Kois. So there's nine okay, Kois yeah. sessions. And I think that out of the nine sessions I went to, I think they were at, two of the nine, you know, cause you can kind of, you can take them however you want. Yeah. Uh, most people, you know, I think the average is like two and a half years to take, you know, to get all nine courses in. I did it in 11 months. Uh, you know, I, I basically went once a month, you know, until I was done. Cause I just wanted it. Like I needed, I needed that. In, I needed it. I couldn't wait any longer to, you know, uh, uh, to do it, but I'll never forget, you know, I was, I don't know if I was presenting an implant case or whatever. And, uh, uh, you know, Rob and I, you know, like he, most of the time at those things, people don't question others, you know, and he kind of spoke up and, and, and at the end, you know, we went and we went at the end, we went and had a cocktail and like finished hashing that case out. And, 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 but, but both of us learned, like I learned some things, you know, maybe I should have done differently for the real teeth that I had in that case. And he learned yeah. some things that, you know, probably like he would have done differently implant wise. And, uh, and, and I think that is in dentistry where we need to get beyond, like, if you don't do it the way I do it, like, I can't be friends with you. Right. You know, like oh. we, we can't, we, you know, we, we, you know, we can't, you know, co-collaborate with it. And I'm just like, Oh, bullshit. You know, like, like, you know, yeah. how you get from point A to point B is different for every dentist. I and- love that. I think we should start hosting live debates. Oh. Mono a mono, like dental wars. But like, you can only do that with certain people. Like, like you and Rob, that would be perfect because you guys don't get you know butthurt about stuff. You no. speak what's on your mind. But there's so many people who are attached to the way they do it because it's who they've defined themselves as. 
that that's right. a problem. And then they take it very personally, right? Like the way I do, it's the right way. Well, not necessarily, but it's the way you do it. But it's just that people get so frustrated and hurt when somebody questions the way they do it or, or, or presents a different path to do it. It's why I like, I never get when, like I'm friends with a lot of my competition. I never understand why you have to hate that person. Like there's, there's no reason for it. You know, uh, listen, like there's, you know, and it doesn't like, this isn't a problem within dentistry. Like, like right now it's a, right now it's a fucking political problem. Like, like if, like if you're a Republican, like it's almost like you can't have a democratic friend and you're just like, like, yep. what, what happened to like, I was, t- I was trying to tell someone the other day, like, listen, you know, my, 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 my dad out on the ranch in Western Nebraska is, uh, you know, is, is a Republican and he's a Republican, not because of this person or that person. He's a, he's a Republican because historically they've been better for farmers and, and, 100%. and, and, and the business that he is in my mother, uh, they're divorced. My mother is a retired Boeing employee here in, in Seattle. And uh, you know, she's a Democrat and you know what? She was in a union and, 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 the Democratic Party served her needs and her correct uh, her alignment better. That doesn't mean my dad's right, my mom's wrong. Like, no. like, like they they voted and they think uh, you know along the lines that align with them. And and like you know, sadly like, we don't, all lean in the middle. One but of there's just the not other. an option. I mean, it, like we're, we're well, all a lot closer to the middle, but it's so polarized that we have to be, I mean, I have to be that way, but so the interesting thing on the Joe Rogan podcast, what's interesting is like the gun control stuff. Everybody who is liberal, we mentioned this uh, different episode, everybody who was like, Oh, gun control. control." And and by the way, I wanted rules on gun control. I'll admit that. And now I'm like, yeah, all right. I'll take a gun right now. Like your position change. It's okay to change your position by getting more data in and like learning more. And you can't do that. If you just sit in your own guns are dangerous. Yeah, for the people who try to break into my house now. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Trump 2020. <whoa. laughs> I know, you know, Salib, Nader Salib called me and he was like, you know, he lives in like Orange County and he goes, um, yeah, man, um, never owned a gun, but now all of a sudden I wish I had a gun in my house. So you see that other perspective because of your perspective has changed. And, yeah. and Justin, to your point, it's like, when you talk to somebody, it's okay. You want to talk to, if you want to become a better person, if you want to know more, learn more, the smartest people talk to everybody and don't get mad about their points of view. If you, the more data you have, the smarter you can be, the more information you have to make your points. Right. And decide. Well, you gotta, you gotta remember that uh, if, if you live in the past and you live in regret, like that's going to eat you up for the rest of your life because history, history is only designed to be instructive for us as we go, as, as, as we move forward, because whatever decisions we made in the past, we made with the data set that was given to us that particular day. So when even the next day, if you apply the new data to an old decision, you're like, Oh, I should have done that. No, that's bullshit because you made the decision based upon the data set that you had. So it's designed to like a week from now, then when you know that that wasn't that greatest decision, maybe that should have instructed you on what to do in the future, you know? So like, like the, the past is, is nothing more is, is nothing more than to, to have great memories in and instruct us on how, you know, maybe to move forward, but it's not to dwell in because if we dwell in, it's like dwelling in the, in this, this virus crisis, if you want to call it a crisis, that's fine. Like you can, you can either emerge out of this in, in, 
in better shape, maybe not better shape financially, but maybe, maybe you merge out of here having, maybe you trimmed, maybe you trimmed all the fat out of your practice and you, you maybe even, you know, I hate to say this, but like, maybe you trimmed, maybe you use this opportunity to not hire back someone that you were thinking about firing anyway. Mm-hmm. Like, like all those things make you better as you emerge from this. And I promise you, when we have this conversation six months from now or a year from now, you're going to find that a lot of the docs that you guys deal with will be like, you know, that time right there, that was some good shit. Yeah. Like, like ever have know, that chance again, you know, um, I always had, I always had this, you know, I, after 0809, I started building a, uh, uh, you know, a savings account and obviously we're contributing to retirement and, and, and making sure that my business has a line of credit. So I don't have to dip into those two if I have a slump or September or, you know, whatever that sure. is. But I always thought that I would have to, to, cause I like to ride motorcycles and do things like I always thought that you like, you know, if I pile my bike up and I'm in the, you know, I can't work for one, two, three, four months. Like that's what I'm going to use to get me through this. What, what the difference between that scenario and today's scenario is everyone else is in this. Yeah. Like we're all, they're all, all, the they're same all time. off. You know, I'm not losing my patience to my neighbor dentist or anything like yeah, that. There's no I'm, guilt or anger or frustration there, with that part of it. Yeah. Oh, no, there shouldn't be. I think so. that's, that's the beauty of it though. Embracing this break and like kind of focus, kind of focus on the quality of life a little bit more and, and learn how to lean up. I mean, like we were all living pretty heavy. I think there was plenty of room to, to slim up on some operations and the way we live. To be fair, I used to whine about like having to go to every full arch case. You have no idea how excited I am. The first one I'll be there. Like, I'm going to be just like in there, like, get out of my way. I want to see, like, I want to get back into surgery. So this time helps you appreciate the things that you take for granted. Right. Like it really does and figure out what you really do care about love and enjoy or, hate. and now Shane has a handicap of two. So, I mean, you know, it's just true. It's going down good. Yeah. You know, it's not, a, two. It's a, it's not two. I'm not it's really a, good. You know, it's a time to lean up. It's time to lead her up too. You know, yeah. like, you know, you yeah. want to, uh, uh, you know, we didn't, you know, we, we didn't do a lot of the things that other people have done. Like we didn't, you know, we, we haven't been offering discounted courses. You know, we haven't been creating new courses, done some webinars and things, but like really like, like, people like, yes, there's a lot more online learning going on right now. And, the, and that's great. And we knew that would happen. But at the end of the day, like, I'm, I'm sick of it. You know, like <laughs> we're I, all in the like, same boat. I just, I just, oh, I just I'm sick it. of it. And I've got a platform that does it. Like, we've, we've been taking a break. I'm like, I'll wait this storm out, man. Like, yeah. You know, like, like, listen, uh, uh, you know, in, in, enjoy the things that we have got to do. Like, this is, you know, how hard this was to get something like this put together a two months, two, three months ago when we're oh, all, yeah. like working, you know, we're like, talking about like how easy it is to get a badass guest like you, like, it's not <laughs> usually that easy. And, and seriously, in all seriousness, though, your schedule is so freaking crazy. Yeah. Our schedules are crazy. Like of the three of us, mine, like I have the most adaptability, but it's still not easy. Right. Like I got a family and I got a job and like all these things, but like, it's a time for us to get to like talk to really cool people and learn like this stuff we're learning. Like your perspective is awesome for us to get more data. Like we're talking about and change our perspectives. It's awesome, man. Right. You know, there's uh, you know, there's, there's, there's way more good that comes about it. And I, and I tell you um, you know, you work for an, an amazing company, you know, not only do I, you know, yeah. use your implants and so forth, but like, you know, during, during these weeks uh, you know, 
every single one of the people at BioRisons is called to check on me from Steve to Todd to Greg to Andrew to Mark. Like, 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 I don't think that goes on everywhere else. And uh, they weren't mandated to do that. That was on their own. Accord. Oh, yeah. These guys, you know, I, I talk to them a lot. Of, you know, some of them, I, I, you know, I've always talked to a bunch, but like, uh, uh, you know, that's where, you know, like you're, you're in, you're in that spot. You know, yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty cool as a sales rep, like, you know, most of our stuff is commissioned. So we're hurting right now. We have a certain style of living. I can't sell implants right now. Like I can't make most of my money. And so I won't say what they did, but they, they made sure to take care of us so that we could, um, it doesn't benefit the company necessarily, but it, it benefits their people, which benefits their company. I did so, see an ad on cool. Craigslist though, for you We're offering kind of some kind of service, Shane. How's job, still a job, a job, still a job. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Hey, <laughs> hey listen, you. Uh, um, you know, if Shane could be found on uh, uh, Pornhub, like I, 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 I don't, <laughs> I, I don't charge side, for that. That's I don't charge for that. Like, like I'm, I think, I think it's <laughs> not a side hustle if you don't get paid for it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> He's actually got more viewers on that than we do have uh, listeners here on the podcast. But oh, anyway, I thought you yeah. meant just on there, not like <laughs> on there. Got it. Okay. That confused him for a second. Nobody would well, watch that anyway. We've talked politics. We've talked porn. It's a good time to wrap it up before it gets uh, out of hand. Uh, <laughs> and we'll catch you next time on the All In Podcast. Thank oh you, my God. Moody. <laughs> oh, whoa, hold on, hold on. We're going to steal something from his podcast. Justin, what's your favorite song? Oh. Yeah. It's not so easy when we put you on the spot, is it? <laughs> no. Um... Hell yeah. What do we want to have? Uh, Ain't no fun by Snoop Dogg and Death Rose. No, no how about uh, um, how about wasn't me by Shaggy? Oh, oh there we go. <laughs> All right, guys, we'll catch you next time. It wasn't me. <laughs> Love it, dude. Thanks for being on, man. That was awesome. That was hey, fun. No. Just really appreciate you, man. That was fun. I wish we could have done that. I don't know how I let this happen. The girl next door, you know. I don't know what to do. So it wasn't you. All right. Honey came in and she called me red-handed, creepy with the girl next door. Picture this, we were both butt naked, banging on the bathroom door. How could I forget that I had given her an extra key? All this time she was standing there, she never took her eyes off me. Oh, you think I know my access to your villa? Let's pass on a witness, all of your clean on your pillar. You better watch your back before she turn into a killer. Let's review the situation that you call the pinna To be a true player, you have to know how to play If she say a night can be so say a day Never admit to a word where she say And if she claim a you tell her baby no way But she got me on the counter It wasn't me Saw me banging on the sofa It wasn't me I even had her in the shower It wasn't me She even got me on camera It wasn't me She saw the marks on my shoulder It wasn't me Heard the words that I told her It wasn't me Heard the screams getting loud Back again, you know you better run fast. 
But she caught me on the counter It wasn't me Saw me banging on the sofa It wasn't me I even had her in the shower It wasn't me She even caught me on camera no, It wasn't me She saw the marks on my shoulder It wasn't me Heard the words that I told her It wasn't me Heard the screams getting louder It wasn't me She stayed until it was over Honey came in and she caught me red-handed Creepy with the girl next door Picture this, we were both butt naked Banging on the bathroom door How could I?